Hello, and welcome to The Nature Connection, Science, Wildlife, and Environment Radio, with your hosts, Lisa and Nancy. Welcome to Big Blend Radio's Nature Connection show. Uh, you know, we love this show because it's all about wildlife, nature, uh, the environment, which of course we like to focus on climate change. And we do this show with our friend, fine art nature uh, photographer, Margo Carrera, fine art nature photographer. There we go. I'll get that right. Because you've got to go check out her website, Carrera Fine Art Gallery.com. Uh, she really does everything she can to let everybody know, hey, the environment is something important to protect, but also to be part of Mother Nature. And that's also what our guest today is about. We're very excited. We have a very special guest, Professor Alan Tratner. He is one of the co-founders of Earth Day. Think about it. We know about Earth Day. Every April it comes around. We talk about it. He was part of that. He is also one of the pioneers in Environmental Education Group, Green to Gold Incubator, the National Trans transition initiative and so many things and one of his newest projects is the plastic free packaging alliance which is our main focus on today's show i know we'll go and talk about other things too and what we can do uh, for the environment but this is an amazing nonprofit organization uh, really working with major companies to go from oil-based plastics think about what you buy on the store shelves half of that plastic packaging comes you know it's oil field and it's oil in it and your food is in it by the way that's not cool uh so they're looking at going from plastic oil-based plastic to environmentally friendly bioplastics and ones that are compostable like if you're in seattle this is the thing nancy and i travel full-time documenting parks public lands to protect them and we travel we we pet sit on our way it's better internet doing it and we now know what happens to trash across this country. If you're in Seattle, your biggest trash can, like your trash can is a compostable, or I, I don't know how you say it in this kind of compostable. Com- compostable, uh, compostable. 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 Yes. I've lived all over, so I get weird. Compostable, it's it's all about your land waste, your compost, your your remains from food go into that trash can. Then you have one for recycling. And then your garbage can is this teeny little trash can compared to the rest of the country. So it's really exciting to see what we can do with the packaging because eventually we could get to the point where we don't have garbage. So uh, everyone, look at this website, aplasticfreeworld.org. So welcome back, Margot. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you. We in San Diego have a similar... uh... Uh, waste program. So as you were describing it, it's what we're doing here. And, and even the smaller one is even smaller, because I'm taking food waste and putting it in a compost bin where I'm doing that for my garden. Is it compostable or compostable? Compostable. (laughs) Yes. Can you get the words right? It's okay. That's tomato, awesome. tomato, it's all good. No, no, that's good. But that's awesome. And, you know, I think also when we look at all these big complexes, like 
you know, condos and, and apartment buildings, having compost being part of that is another deal. And I know we worked with Global Green on some of those shows of what they were doing, which is awesome. But Alan, welcome to the show. How are you? Aloha, you're in well, Hawaii. Yeah, that's, that is true. Aloha. Uh, Margo and Lisa and your listeners, welcome. And I'm pleased to be with fellow Earthlings on this program. And I'm excited to explain about the Plastic Free Packaging Alliance and what we're trying to do and the impact it can have on this planet, a real, true biological and business solution. Well, this is important because we buy things, we go to the grocery store, or even it could be anything, right? And it's always this extra wrapping. I mean, even now where we, I know in COVID, it got weird. We couldn't, you know, take our um, reusable bags to, you know, Whole Foods or wherever we're going to go, grocery stores. And um, now we're getting back into, here's your plastic bag, even if you don't need it. If you buy a bag of potatoes, they're going to put them in a bag, another bag. So we're still fighting that. Um, So, yeah, I mean, so tell us a little bit of the difference between what a plastic, like, you know, just a regular, if you buy one thing, this is plastic versus compostable. I can't, I'm so British, I think, um, <laughs> on the one side. So <laughs> something that's biodegradable, let's, I'm going to use that word. That's I like the good. big words yeah. better. Yeah. I like yeah. that mm-hmm. word. Yeah, what struck me about being engaged with uh, David Sanderville, who created this and is a wonderful environmental entrepreneur and has a wonderful organic-based nutritional companies, Fortune 5000 companies, just amazing that what he does in the world and about nutrition and, and health. And, uh, you know, to, he's like a guru to the stars in Hollywood. But he wanted to do this, and he doesn't just, you know, talk the talk. He walked the talk and in his own companies, he set upon a pathway to take the packaging that was conventional in his field, you know, foods and, and supplements and stuff and go away from petroleum based uh, plastics. And, and that is the issue, the heart of this matter that we're talking about right now. And he proved it. He went through the searching out the solutions and, and the implementing it to the point that he's almost at 100% in his companies in, in doing this kind of introduction of compostable bio-based plastics. And so I'll give you the definition of that. You know, you touched upon it earlier. Virtually everything that is produced and manufactured on this planet gets packaged in some way to get somewhere else. And that's mm-hmm. commercial, industrial, you know, everything you, you can think of. Normally in boxes made out of cardboard and stuff in large scale things and shipping containers that are out of wood and crates and all that. Uh, and, and those are, in a sense, uh, since it's wood, they can be renewable and they're bio-based, of course, but they don't end up always going where they should go in their final use. You know, it's called cradle to cradle, cradle or the life cycle of products and stuff that we do in our incubator about designing products from the get-go to be sustainable materials and recyclable and compostable and all that. And so we pioneered in trying to engender that and fuse that into industry and commercial products, uh, green products. So even at the industrial level, this can have an effect, certainly like you pointed out, consumers. So the Mm -hmm. difference between the plastic bags Again, not the paper bags. And now what's cool is they have just recently seen that there are not just the recyclable paper bags, but compostable 
paper bags that are for uh, this use. And uh, again, but that's trees, the cultivation and the cutting of trees. And we're mm-hmm. losing, as you know, the issue of the Amazon and the rainforest and our oxygen, you know, the lungs of the planet. We got to be careful about all of this stuff. But trees are, can be a renewable resource. But why do that if there's a better, a quicker solution and more that closes the whole cycle? So Petroleum-based is no good for tons of reasons that you probably have covered from the, you know, the creation of the mining and the, you know, the oil drilling to all the refineries and the emissions and climate changing gases and everything that we go through and that obviously goes into our cars and the fossil fuel burning of coal-fired plants and oils and gas. They're the biggest contributors, you know, uh, uh, straightforward to to the uh carbon in the atmosphere that's causing these terrible disasters that we're already experiencing in climate yeah. change, you know, all the floods and tornadoes and hurricanes and droughts. And I mean, it's just amazing. This whole last couple of years, people finally, even if they didn't believe in it and were the ones that you know, were against the, the idea of climate change, you can't deny what's happening to the planet right, right now. What, yes. How many people, millions of people are suffering and there could be a giant migration. migration. So let's look at the great solutions that our creative minds, our genius minds of humanity, we invented our way into this mess. We can invent our way out. That was why I created my organization in, with the Earth Day, is let's, you know, invent a, a new future. And here comes but this idea. exciting for businesses, though, because to me, it's like that opens opportunity for business and, and commerce, but it's on a on a positive way. Versus the negative way, right? So right. whenever and it's there's good a green change, jobs, it's, it's open. good, good it's, green jobs. Yeah, yeah. sustainable open. economic development. And so what what we've done with the formation of the Plastic Free Packaging Alliance, and we welcome people to get involved from industry and commercial and product developers and inventors and entrepreneurs and nonprofits and everybody to get involved and get engaged and become members and and donate and help us. But more mostly, we're trying to foster the rapid adoption of compostable packaging. What, to me, what is extraordinary from my background in science and and the environment and everything else uh, is that this is one of those solutions that is kind of like a no-brainer for a major problem in the world of uh, petroleum packaging waste at all levels and what it goes into the oceans and the terrible things that are happening there and pollution and in the landfills and all the stuff that we've made mistakes about that we can rectify in this great transition to a better future. Uh, So essentially, you know, that's the green economy that I've been pushing since Earth Day is an inclusive global green economy that will lift up the developing countries and not pollute the world and make it sustainable and all the good things and stop the climate change and have jobs that are sustainable and are making energy, renewable energy and all this stuff. So in a way, this is one of those solutions that comes along that is both technological but bio-based. And, and I've said this in the, in the quotes, you take a seed from a plant from a farm or anywhere in nature, the waste is the seed grows a plant. You harvest it for the fruits and vegetables or whatever it is. And then that waste of that is the biological renewable basis, the ecosystem that can go into these compostable packagings of all natures and containers, by the way, in different kinds of ways packaging is done. It isn't just the bags or the boxes, it's containers. And, uh, you know, what normal plastic bottles, even your vitamins that come in that kind of stuff should be this. 
So, you know, and that contributes to a lot of the waste and the issue of, of landfills and getting into the oceans and everything else. And what happens is the life cycle of this compostable thing that became, was, you know, the genesis was a, a seed and a plant, is that here you're carrying in a non-toxic way this packaging for your foods and your goods and your products and everything else in a safe manner and it gets into the consumer's hands or the industrial hands or commercial hands or government whatever and then when it's used what happens is that compostable packaging can be the harvesting of another seed and another plant and close the cycle and give us oxygen and carbon capture and all those wonderful attributes of the bio-based economy that the you know the food and agriculture department uh, uh, of the united states when i was doing the clean business conference of eco expo during the 1990s across the country we had al gore involved and everything they were proposing a bio-based economy and i've always been an advocate of that that's where we should be heading is that everything is renewable and grown and mm. in this case we're doing it here we have a proven solution there are vendors that have been identified for the plastic free packaging alliance that are making these kinds of things have invested in the machinery and the tooling and the knowledge and we have the know-how to be able to convey that to those that want to do it and be able to move rapidly into adoption get rid of the oil-based packaging and the plastics and move into compostable and there are solutions for everybody at every level i can imagine right now and that's why that cycle is so beautiful to me because it is in fact the bio-based cycle that not it's only helps system. with the packaging yeah. waste it's a closed system but guess what it's taking the plants that are causing this to be available to us and be compostable as fertilizer. And, you know, they actually put seeds. I remember, in, as I was told the story about the introduction at, at uh, David's uh, companies, you know, uh, uh, Organic by Nature and, and uh, Purium, uh, they had a, a meeting of their teams and everything, and they were growing plants in the packaging, you know, because it's, in, there you go, compostable and the seeds were, you put some water and then you get some sunlight and there you go. So the, the whole point is that but the fact that they're compostable, and as you pointed out, some of the cities are already moving to collecting those for agriculture and, and that kind of development, but uh, we can do that and as consumers. But the most important thing is that it, ca it causes oxygen to be made by the plants, and they obviously, if you know the photosynthetic process, the carbon gets uh, collected and, and uh, in a sense used in the plant, in the soil. And we're, you know, you're talking about issues that start to talk about agriculture and the ripping away of all of our sustainable topsoil and all, things are going to affect hundreds of millions of people in the future about food and water and energy and everything else. If you have a solution like this that has such an incredible impact for consumer and everybody else, the packaging we must adopt it and there must be incentives from government and tax incentives and, and entrepreneurs and inventors and big companies and small companies should just move in this quick transition and that's what the plastic free packaging alliance is all about well, that I think what's change really, is which fundamental is really good is that right now it's and like i said we travel the country uh full-time uh, documenting parks, public lands, and you see even just, and actually recycling uh, cans started in our national park system. Uh, but here's the deal. Wherever we go, it's always like, 
what is your trash situation? And and I didn't know that, you know, during COVID, we started pet sitting. I didn't know that this was going to be my new thing. What is our trash situation across the country? We were just in Northeast Pennsylvania where people are burning their trash, mm-hmm. burning it, and then recycling. And then there's this whole argument and in, in reality-based argument of, how, what is happening with all the plastic bottles? Now we've also had, you know, discussions on plastic water bottles about those uh, actually off-gassing and causing cancer when they're warm, like, you know, so people drink and then get breast cancer from that uh, because of the off-gassing because they're petroleum-based. Then we put them in the recycling and then we find all these reports that the recycling never got there. Oh, you can't recycle plastic and gas, uh, uh, glass in your community. Here's all these rules. And then eventually people just go, screw it. I'm throwing it in the landfill because this isn't making any sense because the recycling thing is not working as well in regards to getting the trickle down to the people who go, it's, is it really going to be recycled? Is plastic really recyclable when we're seeing that it goes into the oceans and we have plastic islands So there's a lot of problems with this. So that's where I go with this solution part of it being something that maybe even can help farmers so long as it's not like a Monsanto monocrop kind of deal, right? So (laughs) you see what I mean? Where I'm going with that. 100%. 100%. Bio-based, the bio-based economy, that's part of the green economy that is fundamental and renewable energy and all that and recycling and cleansing of water and not wasting water. That's such a precious resource. But when you do bio-based plastics, they are not only compostable in this case, but then they are also recyclable and a part of that cycle because they're bio-based. And so the fact that they, you know, we got to end ultimately the waste that happens in landfills and the pollution and everything else that's going on there. And, and there's got to be 100%, you know, zero waste and all that uh, economy that happens where we're not wasting things and things come back in a life cycle that, to be reused and everything. But while you're doing that, it's got to be this bio-based thing that helps sequester carbon and helps produce oxygen and doesn't isn't toxic. You know, you pointed out about just the plastic bottles, let alone food in the bags that we carry that are petroleum-based. It is kind of ridiculous at the awareness that we do have in the science of this right now that we are doing, still doing, but that's vested interest. It always has been. Why do, why do we continue to pump oil and sell it when the climate is being destroyed and everything? It's because there's vested interest, and that's why we have to push the transition. The Plastic Free Packaging Alliance is going to be a powerful force for industry and consumers to get behind, and everybody that makes any kind of product that gets packaged, we can do this now. It isn't R&D. It isn't something off in the future. This is a transition that can happen now. Your next packaging order, if you're a company making products, should be right now investigating through the Plastic Free Packaging Alliance and all the other ones that are caring about this. How do you substitute buying that plastic package or that plastic box or that container that's petroleum-based 
for the bio base. First of all, it gives you an edge on your competition that's not going that direction. It's a competitive differentiation, extreme differentiation, if you might, that makes you more attractive to the people that care about the planet. And believe me, the generations now are caring about that. And, and all of us are getting more aware of this. So do it implement that you have to package it anyway you might as well do it in a green sustainable bio-based way that does is non-toxic and will help the planet in climate so, uh, remediation what, but what are these things being made of that's what i want i want to talk about that part because there's when we look at what's going on in the country with topsoil because i remember corn-based uh, packaging coming out and then we're looking at oh that's another big monocrop thing that is hurting our topsoil so what are we looking at this packaging actually being produced from um and is it more smaller farmers creating this where where what is the ingredient process and farming process i I think what you're referring to for your listeners uh, is that in the first run of this kind of biological based fuels remember all this with the ethanol and everything that was corn based french and, and fry, then, french fry oil yeah yeah <laughs> you know you know that you know what's his name that famous uh singer that got behind that uh the country rock uh, i forget his name right now but he, he um he was behind this whole remember he's the one that did farm aid and and yeah, yeah willie name? willie Gosh. nelson willie yeah, nelson yeah, yeah. And, has been on yeah. our show yeah yeah willie. yeah hey he's willie nelson too. Yeah. Yeah. Willie, listen, he pushed this idea of biodiesel. And it is true. Instead of the petroleum-based diesel in the trucks and everything else, and it something if it, if you get it from a French fry place or a restaurant, it's kind of cool because it smells very interesting and uh, mm-hmm. very attractive. But it's bio-based uh, from uh, the farms. Okay. They when they started to go to uh, the recycling of uh, wanting bio-based uh, non-oil uh, uh, plastics and stuff. That the first ones were out of like corn and wheat and other kinds of crops that come. It, it, you know, the worst part is we need to consume the food for the planet first, and then the waste products that are normally, uh, you know, hauled away or whatever or burned or something stupid like that, are the the fodder literally of the bio-based materials that make compostable plastics. And it come from a whole range, you're right. It should be helping the farmers in around the world. It should be helping the small farmers. It should be the waste stream that calls that out and separates that for compostability and the reuse of that for making the compostable packages. You know, it, it, it's again, bio-based and it closes that cycle. Uh, they call it circularity, all kinds of wonderful words nowadays. We didn't have the word sustainability back in the Earth Day. You know, we yeah, were trying well, organic to- Organic was actually just normal. Yeah. Half, of, half of the- Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's, that's the world. Organic, yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, that's it's, the world. It is wow. funny about the terminology, but for through the generations I've watched in 52 years of this, is that at the time we invented this, uh, this kind of package-free, uh, plastic-free packaging, petroleum plastic-free, would we called it eco-inventing and eco-entrepreneurship. That's how the beginning of our entrepreneurship uh, incubator, Green to Gold. So, but nowadays it doesn't matter. Whatever name it is, everybody understands we have to stop polluting the planet. We have to start stop putting carbon into the atmosphere. Doing, doing and we have, yeah, yeah, we have a solution. This is a solution ready-made. And the fact that, that David and, and the crew of this company and what we're doing with Green to Gold and our alliance with them and everyone else that cares about, we have the solutions now. 
This is adoptable. It's adaptable and adoptable to all kinds of packaging. And it has to happen. And that's why government should get behind it. And the media, like you're doing, for helping us get behind it. And the people that produce products everywhere and foods and everything should get behind it. Because in a way, you're helping the whole cycle. You're helping farmers. You're helping the biology of the planet and, and the ecosystem, really, truly ecosystem. And it's a solution that's right here. Why, you know, and, and you would be water, water is being packaged in cartons like milk these days. There are companies doing cartons of water, and you know, just you, just, we as um, consumers, because that's really the truth, we are consumers and we consume. Uh, we have to change our mindset. So instead of we used to have glass bottles of water, remember those? And we still do some restaurants now have glass bottles and we can use filters. We can use, you know, we've been, we've, we've getting, getting better than just the, the plastic uh, bottles that even those have been a little bit recycled, but still not the same, but it's still not good for our bodies because it's stored in petroleum. Really, these things are petroleum. So your food, whenever you put your food in plastic, it's petroleum, and that is going to leach into your body. So I'm just going to go on that level. But, you know, yeah. we have to unprogram ourselves to this is how it always has been. I, I grew up in Africa, luckily, thank, thanks to my mom, lived in Kenya, South Africa, lived in the bush, then, you know, I had to go into other civilized worlds. And, and then South Africa started becoming commercial, you know. And I watched that change in my childhood and went, what? And then came to this country and went, oh, oh. Uh, and I'm allergic to everything because everything's plastic. And I've never <laughs> seen so much plastic yes. in my world. I mean, what the heck happened? You know, it's like when we talk about having a soda, like I lived in Mexico. I'm like, you got Coca-Cola in a bottle, a Fanta orange in a bottle that you would take back and get money back if you brought it back to the store. Like, where have we gone? So we've kind of, we've got to get back to that level. And I think we are doing it. But what you're, what you're doing, I see being so beneficial in so many ways. It's a great business uh, for the businesses that need packaging. It's great opportunities for people to create the packaging, great for the farmers, great for the land. And when we look at the wars that are going on in the world, a lot of time it boils down to energy and fuel, and this can mitigate that. And I'm going to say, you know, we document parks and public lands full time, and a lot of them are, I, I, I was just in Texas trying to film pelicans, and behind the pelicans, our oil derricks in a wildlife <laughs> refinery. So, yeah. So what do, what do we do? No oil derricks actually drilling yeah. oil in the refuges, Jeez. our forests, our yeah. refuges, all of the, they're all open BLM land, all open to these things. And so if we can cut our use down, maybe we can protect these natural spaces. So we don't have dead zones on land. Like we have dead zones in the oceans created by the oil and you know, just saying. <laughs> That's yeah, why I can go with absolutely. No, uh, carry on, please. But I will tell, remind <laughs> you. I, I, I assume that I'm older than you guys. I remember it when I was growing up, and I would part time uh, earn some extra money. 
being on a milk truck. And they would, we would oh, put well, our yeah. bottled milk out mm-hmm. and we would exchange yeah. it and they would take it back and wash them and give That's you milk the next day. And it was yeah. a perfect, perfect cycle of not in, in a very non-toxic container. In a, in, I love the buttermilk, by the way, and the chocolate milk. <laughs> but I, I will tell you, it was, really, it was really super to watch that genesis of that concept and why, why that went away, that we were all contributing to the reuse of things, you know. And, and instead of always having to create new stuff that causes the use of energy, like you pointed out, and pollution in every part of the uh, cycle of any product. And that's why we've been pushing, and that's what's so wonderful about the plastic free packaging alliance and compostable packaging i want my members that are inventing a hundred thousand around the world in this field to they're making new green products and what i call harm-free products they should be and i'm pushing them to in our newsletter our new one the global one for this end of the year we're pushing this concept of the plastic free packaging alliance and compostable packaging plan in your life cycle of your products that from the get-go you're using compostable materials and things that are totally bio-based and recyclable it'll give you a leverage and an advantage in the marketplace against non uh, environmental competitors, and it will help the consumers. It'll help the environment. Everybody gets helped by that. Help the babies being born and the light, you know, all the species. On, the younger there's generation a do not want to buy into the stuff that's about to like come yeah, down. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? They are yeah, not yeah. going to buy into it. And they're the ones out there now. They are not going to buy into it. I wanted to go to you, Marco. Do you have any questions or comments for Alan? Well, um, I'm, I don't know if you're older than I am. <laughs> um, I, we might be similar in age, but, um, cause I do remember the milk, uh, bottles being delivered to our house. I, I am looking at through the ages, um, the land being used up, uh, the trees being cut down. And I'm concerned um, there's one industry uh, that is using uh, trees for electricity because they had a lot of trees and they were calling that sustainable, but they <laughs> are cutting down the trees to burn them. And, and obviously by burning them, you're putting carbon back into the, the air. So um, we have to be careful when when we say sustainable and it can't just be a buzzword i like your word um compostable because that makes sense and compostable and, and, i can say and it cir- now yeah <laughs> yay and, and circular yeah. yeah what what comes from it goes to and it then it can come again and then it can go again and then we can then we truly can be sustainable um, are you finding as you're out there um, industries using that word um, when it's not really so? Yeah, well, this it, it, we've known that for a long time and, and we were advocates. And every time I got in the media, I was on Oprah and Good Morning America and all this kind of wonderful stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it, it's the uh, greenwashing is what they call it, is that companies purport to their shareholders and to their consumers and to their, you know, everybody that they're being uh, green when they're just covering it up. Their PR. I mean, there's some wonderful examples about Exxon and some other ones that were actually working against what they were saying to the world they were doing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this is what has to happen in the boardrooms. 
of corporations. This is what happens to has to happen in schools and, and uh, the PPA down to, you know, the consumer at the home level is this big transition, the change. We're not going to hold everybody that they're villains. They may have been, and they, there's criminals and mentally disordered people and stuff. But for the most part, most businesses are part of this capitalist system. We've got to make it totally bio-based. We have to have a green economy for the planet that's inclusive and global. And it's got to be based on the things that will protect the environment and all of the species of life on this planet or spaceship Earth, as Buckminster. I actually work with him, Buckminster Fuller before he died. And oh, yeah. I did a, I did a book with him. You know, he did the forward to a book, Energy Earth and Everywhere, and they used all my stuff about renewable energy. So we've got to do this. The the world has got to come together at a crisis time. That's why they're having all the you know the global meetings and COP and all that stuff. We've got to get everyone to do a fundamental change in their thinking, their mindset. The Plastic Free Packaging Alliance is going to help us make a big change in a fundamental aspect of capitalism and the economies of the world, packaging. We can do this now and adopt it and make it happen. And that's why I'm so thrilled that we have the Plastic Free Packaging Alliance and what it wants to do. It wants to award and honor and recognize the companies that are making these changes. We're going to do that right away coming at the beginning of the year at some major conferences and expositions. And we want to also recognize and award and uh, the people that are making the change, that are manufacturing mm. compostable products. You know, those people, that's part of that economy. And those are right. good green jobs. You know, uh, so ladies, boy, I, I'm so thrilled to be on a program with you because you're coming from the right place and, and you, you learned it and earned it. And I tried to be that spark plug. Uh, David's the spark for his Plastic Free Packaging Alliance. But back at Earth Day, who sh- we didn't realize in that humble beginning of organizing against pollution on the planet, uh, that on Earth Day, the first one, one-fifth of the U.S. population, 20 million people turned out for that. And then the EPA awesome. was created and all the all this stuff that has followed. And, do, and, do and people think, by like the you way, making- Nixon, Nixon actually signing the EPA into, yeah, you know. It was so just this incredible. Is the, uh, yeah, insane. the Republicans have to come together. They can't stop denying everything, and let's all get on the same boat. Spaceship Earth is our home. They, well, I've seen a funny, there's a funny bumper sticker that there's no planet B and plan B, you know, yes. right now. So um, I think what you're doing, I should mention, if you, if you have a moment, about the national parks. And I'm thrilled to hear you, you because I did, uh, I was at Environmental Equality Magazine, the first on the mm-hmm. newsstands across the United States magazine after Earth Day. And I was on their staff and we did all kinds of, and I went around the country doing these lectures. And I did it, I stayed at the Yosemite Institute and worked with the Department of right. Interior, would do for the campers, I would do these programs about the problems and the solutions, you know. And what's amazing, we wrote a big article that was about the national parks, how there was smog in Yosemite and what was happening yep. to, you know, Yellowstone. And we tried to point out our national treasures, what's happening by the pollution that we're doing, visiting and everything else. And I'm glad that so many things have adopted, but you just pointed out in, in refuges and everything else, there's still bad news practices, bad policy about allowing drilling. We don't need any more oil on this planet. The, we are blessed on planet Earth with the best nuclear power you ever could have. It's a, called 93 million miles away, the sun. 
and it gives drives all these systems and solar energy and wind and everything else. And we have geothermal, the core of the earth, the molten, the very thing we were talking about earlier, where I am in Hawaii and the volcanoes, they can power the whole planet forever. And they're not intermittent like solar and wind. Okay. They are from the planet's heat that's going to the radiating to the earth from the heat of the planet. There are so many solutions in uh, micro, um, what they call micro hydro, you know, mm -hmm. we're not doing grand dams that cause a lot of problems, you know, and damming the environment in a sense. You can do so many ways with the, and the bio-based economy that can be these renewable fuels that are based on that and not, the other thing I have to point out is about combustion. Do you know how many of these plastic containers and packages and everything else, as you pointed out, even the wood that's being burned and all that, that we can't have stand for combustion on this planet. That, that's why the transition to electric vehicles, electric manufacturing, stopping uh, oil-based and gas-based burning and power plants and coal, of course, one of the worst offenders. This is what the bio-based, the green economy and the plastic-free packaging alliance is going to help us make a big impact into the bio-based economy that drives that. And well, the fact that you're helping us advocate that is, uh, we, is delicious. I can't thank you enough for the opportunity to espouse this and explain it. Well, I think what's really important is that people understand packaging is one of the biggest problems. The other problem is single-use plastic is one of the worst things. You know, um, you could buy a razor blade and change that out as it, or sharpen it and have an actual razor that is not single-use. You know, it's like toothbrushes and all kinds of things. That the single-use plastic seems to be part of it, and it's still packaged in plastic on top of it. So yeah. do you see this alliance, one, getting to a place where they can put up for consumers like what you know margo was talking about oh the word sustainable it's all natural you know you go down the, the grocery store aisle and you don't know what to believe anymore and same thing with recycling we don't know what to believe anymore and when we're all working and feeding kids and doing all these things how much time can we really devote so do you see um, this alliance, aplasticfreeworld.org, getting to a point where they can list, these are the companies you can safely buy from, knowing that the packaging is clean. And do you see it ever moving into, in the future, going into replacing single-use plastic and advocating for that side of it? I know. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. So let me address that. And, and I'm projecting right now this alliance and, and what we're trying to do, the plastic free world. All of this stuff is about ending the disposability. And this is an important word. We were talking about circularity and sustainability. You know, this whole thing of disposable stuff and one single use and what it does to the environment you know, it's kind of like how we look at everything in this world that it's use and dispose of and whether it was recycled or not or reused. This this word has to go out of our language and there has to be about zero waste and zero 
uh, in total recycling, 100% recycling, and bio-based. It must be bio-based, biological-based. And so, yes, I believe that where we're going is we'll start on this major solution right in our lap right now. We're talking about Plastic-Free Packaging Alliance, the companies that will move to do their packaging in this way, and it closes that cycle, and it helps oxygen, helps carbon sequestration and capture and all that, all the things that will help this planet and food production, everything. But, but getting away from disposability and, and the fact that we burn fuels to pour, push ourselves away when we already know what that's doing on every part of the petroleum cycle and what's happening to the climate. So this idea of let's get rid of disposability and one use and let's thinking about, think about one of my own members, a woman entrepreneur, green entrepreneur, decided to make the change of her shampoos and organic-based products and everything else and, and lotions and all that, really great products. But she said, I don't want to package them. I want everyone to, I'm going to give them one bio-based package and they go and refill them. Okay, mm-hmm. and we'll exchange for that. And that's a movement that is part of circularity, you and know, and getting rid of the dis- yeah. And dispose- do it. yeah, I love it. Okay. Yeah. You know, the, 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 the mindset that we grew up advertising agencies pushing us and everything else, you know, you can dispose of who wants disposability when you can recycle and use those again and again, and it causes more jobs to be created. And it's part of the green economy. And, uh, you know, I think you're right about the plastic free packaging Alliance and what they're ultimately, we want to adopt this solution now across the board for industrial and commercial and consumer uh, packaging. But I think the next step is to push that into everyone being aware and get rid of the idea of disposability, of course, and the bio-based green economy that we all should be living in. This will change the planet. This will rescue the planet if we do it right. So government and consumers and industry, everybody working together and let the politicians adopt this. And, you know, uh, thank God for the Biden administration, whatever your politics are about climate change and recycling and infrastructure and building green, building back, back better. You know, this is the change from the previous, believe me, the previous administration, uh, dramatically so. And we got in and what Europeans are doing in other countries like Africa, the, the adoption, you know, I've been asked to do a lot of stuff in the African continent about renewable energy and water reuse and ag- regenerative agriculture. Uh, there is such opportunity for us. And by the way, that's jobs. It's good green jobs. It's, it's economic development that's sustainable. And, and, you know, that is part of what we're all about now and we should be about. And the fact that you're helping us advocate that, uh, you know, I can't thank you enough. And I, I want your listeners to understand, go check out the Plastic Free Packaging Alliance. Find out about what we do at Green to Gold and your great ideas for the future. You know, the kids are coming up with such incredible stuff and collegiate level about uh, new products products, new technologies that will rescue the future. Um, I'm, I'm thrilled about all of this. And uh, the fact that you guys are doing what you're doing in gals, literally in, in conservation about the national parks and nature, uh, you know, uh, this is what has, it's part of this movement. I've only been exactly. waiting for 52 years for you guys to do this. So welcome to <laughs> what we're with. <laughs> and we, well, I feel young. we've been grateful for, for you showing up before us. 
<laughs> yes, absolutely. And I love that you've got the American Sustainable Business Association working on this, as well as the Surfrider Foundation, Margo, we love them, you know, mm-hmm. and also Friends of the Earth, uh, or different organizations, I know. And also look at it being something locally, who's in your backyard, uh, creating products, uh, a lot of small businesses and small creators of products, I know are turning to hemp, which was actually brought into this country years ago by george washington uh, and, yeah, it was and part of the revolution are you kidding the sales yes. and clothes and the revolution you know henry ford built yep. the most amazing comp- composite hemp original bodies for his cars and there's a famous video of him smacking with a huge sledgehammer and it bouncing back and we can do all that Uh, It it is uh, the technologies will rescue this world if they get adopted and consumers drive that. The demand comes from the consumers in industry for those changes and the government helping with tax incentives and everything and adoption and you folks in the media telling and educating the world. It it is so important right now. And I know this. It's important because of this, with the fuel, because I I just know from what we have done also just in reporting in regards to like the Dakota Access Pipeline, we did it. We were one of the first people on there before CNN and NBC and all, except for uh, Amy over Democracy Now! She was there at that time. Um, We were doing this. And when we started to really research what was happening at the Dakota Access Pipeline, we started trying to find lawyers to help Mm -hmm. and we ran into a bank of oil lawyers and then we got into the nitty-gritty of who was behind the oil and then we found out it was all our bankers and credit card companies all of them were in it and so when we talk about getting rid of plastic we're talking about getting rid of these fuel economies which is basically our banks so We want to turn our banks into being green banks. So Mm -hmm. that is at the very deepest part of it all, because that is the seed of evil, if I may say so. Ladies, ladies, let me tell you, the investors in our entrepreneurship and inventing and new technologies and all these new products and stuff, there's a whole wave that's happening about uh, impact investing and changes in their, uh, it isn't all greed like Wall Street. It's supposed to be, you know, that we're going to make a difference and make money at it. The investor side of banking too, uh, the venture side is very, there's changes. There's a lot of money pouring into green tech and, and, and uh, this kind of stuff, clean tech. And, and that's, a window of opportunity here that makes a big difference. Like you said, the investors and the bankers and the people that are financing and investing. Why do you think universities and companies are divesting, educationally, divesting their portfolios from oil and petroleum and those kinds of things? It's a big message. The handwriting is on the wall. I will tell you another aspect of this. It's called, you know, you hear it all the time about food, buying food locally for the farmers. You know, instead of shipping on these, you know, 95% of all the trade that happens around the world is on these big giants cargo ships, you know, that are burning diesel bunker oil. And there's a lot of movement. Even the maritime industry is trying to reduce all that pollution and carbon and everything else. We have solutions in green to gold that are dramatic for reducing those ships, but they have to move to renewable energy power and hydrogen and all that kind of stuff. But why are we shipping stuff all over the planet when we can grow it locally? And localization, green 
green businesses, green centers. We're involved in a micromanufacturing hub called the Green Highway in Georgia that wants to put together a bunch of green, green enterprises, inventors, entrepreneurs, even the nonprofits. And it's in a hub that's micromanufacturing that's green and everybody's sharing the resources, renewably powered and all that kind of stuff. Localized food, localized businesses, local production can regenerate this country. And, and uh, poverty centers and all those problems that we have and homelessness could be really changed dramatically if we start to concentrate not on these mega farms, you know, this whole revolution that happened on the, you know, the corporate farm that's doing a lot of destruction in the world. We have to get back to honoring the people that are close to the earth. The natives have showed us and, and the ancients have showed us this is where the bio-based economy, what we're doing at the plastic-free packaging, like compostable plastics. You know, it's from the earth and it comes back to the earth and makes more plants and, and helps us. So, boy, I'm getting all fired up here. It's amazing. I know, but yeah, I'm in Georgia right now. We're, we're in Savannah, Georgia, so, and then we're going to Georgia again. We're, like, I want to know about that highway. I want to cover it. So, so please follow up. Okay. Like, let's let's connect on that. I want to I want to do the the highway, the green highway. That's a thing. I want to. You do got the, you got it. And then they're already those those yeah those companies that are going to make products, whether they're solar panels or wind or, or consumer products, they're going to be using the plastic free packaging alliance credo. We're going to make those all the packaging from the get go will be, become postable. You know, and it, it's just the perfect solution at the right time. And it's such a biological, eco-based system. That's why I'm just so thrilled about it, because it's the so bio-based cool. economy will change. It is cool. It is, it is cool. something that kids, listen, you can grow a plant in your home from one of the packaging. The kids can well, grow some, you know, fun stuff. And it's we, just we a We used a to eat our paper solution. as kids because you could. You could eat your paper, but you can't now. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know yeah. what I mean? You could. Yeah, right. Well, anyway, like that was, uh, well, we won't date myself back that far either. <laughs> but listen, uh, everyone, go to the website, aplasticfreeworld.org. Um, I want to close with a song because you're in Hawaii uh, from one of our friends, uh, Makana. Makana, go to makanamusic.com. He's been on our shows over the years. Uh, he stood up to just about everybody and anything that, um, especially Monsanto, all kinds of people. Uh, but we're going to play his song, We Are the Many. Uh, it is We Are the Many, You Are the Few. And this was way back when, going off and what was going on in Wall Street. And, and uh, he's a big believer in green business and in all things just. So I encourage you to go to his website, makanamusic.com. But this is an oldie and a goodie. We're going to play We Are the Many. I encourage you to go to Margo's website, carrerafineartgallery.com. Uh, we air shows with Margo every fourth Friday, but apparently now we're just doing them all the time. So keep up <laughs> with us at bigblendradio.com because apparently, Margo, we're on a, we're on a surge. We got to go. We got to do it. It's just happening. You know, when, so when <laughs> someone's knocking on your door, you answer and if it's the right cause so be it if they bring cookies they're allowed in <laughs> and they don't they have to be organic they have to be organic and yes, packaged organic. and compostable stuff yes. by, by the way aloha 
the word aloha uh-huh. I've learned from being here. It's got so many spiritual and different, but it's so con- inclusive of the thoughts about the earth and humanity and our friendship and our relationships. Aloha is a gorgeous word for uh, everything, you know, that they have adopted here and part of their language. And, and so I leave you all and your listeners with a hearty aloha. Make a difference. It, it, you will help the future be a brighter future, a greener future for this planet and for future generations. Awesome. Be Thank it. you so much, Thank Ellen. you. Aloha. Thank To voice our rage Against the ones who've trapped us in a cage To steal from us the value of our wage From underneath the vestiture of law The lobbyists at Washington do not At liberty the bureaucrats guffaw and until they are purged, we won't withdraw We'll occupy the streets, we'll occupy the courts We'll occupy the offices of you Till you do The bidding of the many, not the few nation was built upon the right of every person to improve their plight the laws of this republic they rewrite and now a few own everything in sight they own it free of liability they own that they are not like you and me Their influence dictates legality And until they are stopped, we are not free We'll occupy the streets We'll occupy the courts We'll occupy the offices of you Till you do the bidding of many, not the few You enforce your monopolies with guns While sacrificing our daughters and sons But certain things belong to everyone your thievery has left the people none So take heed of our notice to redress 
we had little to lose, we must confess. Your empty words you leave us unimpressed. The growing number join us in protest. We occupy the streets, we occupy the courts, we occupy the offices of you till you do. The bidding of the many, not the few. You can't divide us into sides And from our gaze you cannot hide Denial serves to amplify And our allegiance you can't buy Our government is not for sale the banks do not deserve a bail We will not reward those who fail We will not move till we prevail We'll occupy the streets We'll occupy the courts We'll occupy the others in the view Till you do the bidding of the many, not the few. We'll occupy the streets, we'll occupy the courts, we'll occupy the offices of you till you do. The bidding of the many, not the few. We are the many. You are the few